Hello, everyone. If your guy or girl's got facial hair that's kind of not smelling right, not feeling right, not all that great, go to phoenixbeardoils.com today. We've got scents that every guy and girl will like. Every kid likes to play with your beard. Why not give them something to smell nice as well? Go to phoenixbeardoils.com and give somebody that great bird today. Question, comment, or concern? 872-242-8311. Or maybe you'd just like to hear your voice instead of ours. 872-242-8311. Then call the D2R Podcast Network hotline at USA Chat 311. That's 872-242-8311. 872-242-8311. No matter the time or day, you can call 24-7 and operators will be standing by. 872-242-8311. Your call is important to us. 872-242-8311. So once again, USA Chat 311. 872-242-8311. 872-242-8311. 872-242-8311. Check out all the great deals on Amazon by first going to d2rpn.com and clicking the Amazon banner. By doing so, you're helping out the D2R Podcast Network. Don't forget to tell a friend, and thanks for listening. Sister. <laughs> hey, Jude. <laughs> I just want to do something different. Yeah, that was definitely different. Hey, yeah. That was a, hey, yeah. That was an interesting choice you made there. Uh, I, I guess I have to yes and it. Yep. So, uh. And. Sup, bro? All right. So. Hey, sis. Last episode, <laughs> we, we teased R. Kelly. We did tease him. We called him up and fucking teased him like a little fucking <laughs> redheaded stepchild that he is. Whoa. Um, little asshole. Bit. Are you calling me an asshole? Or are you no, calling I'm calling R. R. Kelly an asshole. Yeah. Um, Piss so, on my sheets, girl shit, yeah. I love that song. He's got a really good song called Piss on my sheets from the girl. I love that song. We should actually listen to that. 
the whole Dave Chappelle drip, drip, drip piss on you? Oh, he did. I, I was just making it fun. I didn't know he had what? one. You've heard this. I don't think I have. Oh, well, we'll, we'll watch this, but then, right. then we'll get into the rest of, you know what? We're going to do all R. Kelly as one thing. Okay. Uh, oh, fuck. Now I lost my train of thought. Oh, no. Hang on. Maybe we should just, uh, we should just get into there. I was going to say something, do something first. What the fuck was it now? Fuck it. I guess we'll just get into R. Kelly now. Because <laughs> right. I I was going to do something and then get into R. Kelly, but yeah. I've forgotten. All right, fuck it. With the whole... Ordering food? Nope. No, we're, we're not. not. <laughs> we're not ordering food. It's... Uh... Call Chinese food. <laughs> <laughs> you know I have issues calling Happy Walk Day. <laughs> I, uh... I don't want to say their name. The, I mean, the laws. Well, no, we can we can talk about Happy Walk because they've been a. Yeah. This is a real. So this is a real song they remade, or no? Yeah, they're using the... <laughs> they kind of use the music from one of R. Kelly's songs. Kelly's doo doo butter. <laughs> okay, so that's the uh, wow. Um, uh, that's a Dave Chappelle R. Kelly piss on you thing. Nice. Uh, yeah. So, and you know where that all came from when he because yeah, there was like a sex video. There was a sex tape yeah. where he was fucking a. I think she was 14 or 16 or something. And, um, yeah, he was like pissing on her and the fucking, and she pissed on him. And it's all this weird, like, I mean, if you're into peeing on people and, and all like, it's your sexual thing, like, okay, that's cool. Uh, but it's clearly him in the tape, but he actually got found not guilty for that because they couldn't prove that was him in the tape. It looks just fucking like him. I've seen it. Doesn't he even, yeah, I think he but says, it's, I'm our Kelly bitch or something like that. I don't that. think he says that. <laughs> um, but. <laughs> I didn't know he got found not guilty on that. That's yeah, he got found shit. not guilty. So here's the thing with R. Kelly now. <clears throat> Do you remember way back in the day 
Aaliyah. Mm-hmm. She's obviously been dead for several years. But didn't they like, like they were going to get married or something like early on or whatever. Like she was, like he took her under his wing. Mm-hmm. Now this was when she was like fucking underage too. Right. And and she actually did a song called Age Ain't Nothing But a Number yep. based on their relationship where she was underage. You know they fucked. Oh, yeah. Right. And, yeah. and there's been several, like, so he's got all these, like, young girls. Now, I get it. R. Kelly, oh, R&B superstar, and I can be a fucking, I can be famous and all this. There's, there's all this shit controversy around R. Kelly. He's always got underage girls living with him or whatever, but he's not fucking any of them, which yeah. is complete and utter bullshit. So, R. Kelly is the R&B version of Michael Jackson, basically. Yeah, I guess. I mean, you know, I mean, except for Michael Jackson was all about boys, and R. Kelly's all about girls. So underage girls. Yeah. So it was the same thing. So he did this interview. So, so what does R. Kelly and Kmart have in, in common? Not sure. They both have girls' pants half off. Wow. I changed it to fit R. Kelly's narrative. Interesting. The original joke is, what does Michael Jackson and Kmart have? Uh, they both have men's pants, or boys' gonna, pants off. Yeah. I thought it was, uh, I was trying to figure out the joke because Kmart doesn't exist anymore. Kmart does. Does it? Yeah. There's still there's like four, no I think. More. Yeah, four. <laughs> Where are they, I wonder? Uh, one's in uh, Never Neverland. <laughs> one's in R. Kelly's backyard. <laughs> and the other two are actually... Uh, right next to each other in Michael Jackson's parents' so, house. Here's an, another interesting <laughs> thing. So you know how Trump's racist hates black people? Oh, Sup- supposedly. Of course, of course, we know that. If yeah. you ask Democrats or the left, they would yeah. say he's racist, he hates black people. Mm-hmm. Okay. R. Kelly lives, lives in Trump Towers in Chicago. Does he really? Well, if he hates black people, why is he fucking letting... Well, he's charging them a fuck ton of money, I'm sure. He's probably yeah, well, paying that's double. beside the point. He's playing the, the black rate, the double rate, and that's what he's playing. Well, R. Kelly is going to be moving out of there pretty quickly because he can't know. afford it. I did not know he lived in Chicago. R. Kelly, yeah, yeah he's a Chicago know. guy. I didn't know that. So you got R- okay. So this is what's interesting is like, <laughs> literally at the same time in a Chicago jail was Smollett and R. Kelly. <laughs> That's awesome. Uh, but R. Kelly couldn't meet bail where Smollett could, but he, he eventually did, and then he got he did his a Good Morning America interview and then got rearrested for back child support. Sweet. That's some like fucking ass. So what did he get arrested for the first time? Uh, for um, something to do with a fucking underage kid or something uh, that like never that. Never happens. Here, let's just look it up because. Yeah, look it up. And look then it, we're gonna watch it. this interview because the, the, he, he lost his goddamn mind at this interview. Really? It, it's quite interesting. R. Kelly, newest charges. Yeah, sent back to jail. Oh, R. Kelly accused of raping thirteen-year-old girl, giving her herpes. Oh boy! Yeah, that's the gift uh, that keeps on giving. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> but he's got these two girls still living with him. Now I think they're like, I don't know, they might be in their early twenties or, or like maybe like nineteen twenty. Well, too old for him. Uh, something, but they first went and moved in with him when they were underage. Okay. Now, in this interview, and I, we're not going to watch this part. I mean, maybe we will, but the part that I have, like, cited, mm-hmm. it, we're going to watch it in a second here. But uh, the lady that's doing the interviewing actually, like, talked to these two girls. And these two girls say that that they n- never had sex with R. Kelly bef- while they were underage. But both the girls' families are saying they know the girls had sex with R. Kelly while they were underage. 
and the, these girls are saying that their families, they don't want anything to do with their families, that they um, are like, uh, they're just trying to... Um, make a name for themselves and make money, get money. Yeah, get money out mm-hmm. of R. Kelly and all. And the girls like don't want anything to do with their fucking families or their parents and all this shit. And the families are like, they're like, you know, this guy's brainwashed our daughters into thinking that there's two different families, two different girls mm-hmm. are both agreeing that R. Kelly's brainwashed their daughters and, and all that. And these, it's, it's such a weird thing because it's, the it's, pee. it's the, not, the pee, man. It fucks it, well, up their mind. Something, there's, this, there's something weird here because there's a long history of R. Kelly having really young girls always living with him and all, mm-hmm. like, it's almost like a harem and shit like that. I'm sorry, Dave, but if you just had a bunch of underage girls just hanging out with you because you're just so cool, Dave, I don't know how you could think that you're not doing right. something. Right. right. Like, I don't know. You would be you'd be really hard pressed to convince me that you're not doing something. You well, know I've got I mean? four fourteen year olds in my basement, but they're chained up. They're not there willingly, so it doesn't matter. It's I mean, funny it's you say thing. that because R. Kelly <laughs> says that no way. in the fucking interview. <laughs> Is it really? Well, let's just watch. This isn't a parody. This isn't an actual interview with Gail King, Oprah's lover, secret lover. Cool, cool. Um, but the way she plays this is. This is it's in really interesting if you're into this like uh not you're not into like pedo shit but like right, right. <clears throat> this is fascinating to me right. and and we're gonna we'll watch it and I'll I'll pause because I want to point some things out as we watch this yes do that <clears throat> all right here we go how old is he now by I the way I am surprised that you agreed to do it why are you sitting down with us today forties I'm very tired of lies I've been hearing things and you know and seeing things on the blogs and. You know, I'm just, I'm just tired. What are the lies that you're hearing that disturb you most? Oh my God, um, all of them. Um, that little girl's trapped in the basement. Helicopters over my house, mm-hmm. um, trying to um, <clears throat> rescue someone that doesn't need rescuing because they're not in my house. Handcuffing people, starving people. I have a harem. Uh, what you call it? A, um, a coat. Mm-hmm. I don't even really know what a code is, but I know I don't have one. You know. Mm-hmm. Have you Pause done it. anything that you regret? Have you done anything wrong? I don't know what a cult is, but I don't got one. Well, how do you know if you don't know what it is? Well, you can't say you don't have a harem when you have <clears throat> two women that are very young living with you. Mm-hmm. Now, the, the young part doesn't matter, but what's a harem, Dave? I mean... As far as I know, it's a... Uh, Two or more, isn't it? <clears throat> oh, let's look at a harem. I spelled that like that. Let's find out what a harem is. A Hebrew word may refer to harem, expulsion from Jewish community, harem, or uh, belief in any property impairment. Okay, that's not what we're looking for here. <clears throat> I don't want the fucking Jewish put, definition. Put harem women. Harem women. I spelled it wrong. That's why. It's considered a harem. Oh, three or okay. more. In anime and manga is an emphasis on polygamous or love triangle relationships characterized by a protagonist surrounded by 
amorously by three or more members of either the same and or opposite gender, sex, and or love interest. So three people is enough to be classified as a harem. R. Kelly and then two girls. Two chicks. That is a harem. So you have a harem. If if I had my wife and you, Dave, Mm -hmm. that would be a harem. You could call it a threesome, but it's a harem. Whether you're fucking each other or not, it's a harem. Mm -hmm. So he has a harem. So he's lying right there. There's one lie. Fucking lie. Should we continue? Of course. Lots of things wrong when it comes to women that I apologize. But I apologize in those relationships at the time I was in the relationships. Have you broken any laws when it comes to women? Absolutely not. All right. Why is he whispering? No. But no, he whispered when he said that, though. Why? Why would he whisper for that? Well, that's just how he's... All right, anyways, go ahead. What were you going to say? No. Let's just continue. The six-part series interviewed 50 people. Mm Mm-hmm. Family members, your former tour manager, numerous women who all claim that you abused them. Yeah. Are you saying everybody in that documentary was not telling the truth about you? Everybody? If, if, if you really look at that documentary, which I'm sure you have. I have. Everybody said something bad about me. Nobody said nothing good. Well, I'm going to stop right there. Dave, if you're making a movie, say you have... Let's say you're just a journalist, an investigator, you know, whatever, and you've got 90 people all talking shit about, let's go with Trump. And your idea as a filmmaker, investigator, journalist is, I've got 90 people that all dislike this guy, four people that do like him. I want to make a movie about the people that dislike him. So I'm going to interview the 90 people that dislike him. Because the movie's not about, you know, because your beliefs may be that you also dislike this guy, Trump. Why would you put the other side in the movie? Yeah, you wouldn't. It's, it's not it's it's not a documentary about being fair to Art Kelly. The documentary is about how you, you have all these people that all have not spoke to each other, but all agree that you're a piece of shit. Right. So that's well, the documentary. That's it, what it's about. Yeah, I mean, it's just like the Stephen Avery thing. Everyone was saying, "Oh, it's all one sided." Well, yeah, because it's about Stephen Avery's trial. It's not about yeah. Teresa Hallbach. It's all about Stephen Avery. Yeah, and Brandon Dassey. So he's you know I mean? he's kind of well. Nobody said anything good. Well, that's a that's the the filmmaker's choice there. But you also have a, a way bigger majority saying that you're bad mm-hmm. as opposed to saying good. Uh, now, here's the other thing. I don't know he, anyone good talking about R. Kelly. He's going to go on and, and explain this, okay. from what I remember. They was describing Lucifer. I'm not Lucifer. I'm a man. I make mistakes, but I'm not a devil. And by no means am I a monster. I'm going to name the names. Andrea Kelly, your ex-wife. Kitty Jones. Lisa Van Allen. Lizette Martinez. Geronda Pace. Mm-hmm. Faith Rogers, Asante McGee, you're saying everything they said in that documentary about you is not true. They are lying on me. All right, did you notice that? Notice what? Him or her? Him. What did he just say? They're lying on me. Did you notice his body language? Not really, no. All right, well, he's shaking his head. So you're saying they are lying on me. You're you're doing this. Well, he she, was he she, was agreeing every time she said a name. Uh, yeah, she asked him. Okay, 
We'll just keep watching. Why would these women say the same thing? His body language tells you everything. That you are controlling, that you are abusive, that you tell women when to eat, when to go to the bathroom, when they can sleep, where they can dress. Why would all these women tell these different stories about you if they were not true? And they don't know each other. That defies logic to me. Right, right. Until you hear the explanation. You can start a rumor on a guy like me or a celebrity just like that. All you have to do is push a button on your phone and say, so-and-so did this to me, R. Kelly did this to me. And if you get any traction from that, if, you, if you're able to write a book from that, if you're able to get a, a, a reality show, then any girl that I had a relationship in the past that I, it just didn't work out, she can come and say the same exact thing. Are you blaming this on social media? I'm talking about the power of social media. In 2008, R. Kelly was found not guilty on 14 counts of child pornography after prosecutors in Chicago failed to convince a jury that he was a man seen in a sex tape with a girl as young as 13. That's the one where he we was talking about, peeing yeah. on the yeah. girl. Yeah. How, how the fuck do you not able to prove that that's him? It, it's fucking him. I mean... What do you want to say to your fans? Last month, Kelly was indicted again. This time charged with aggravated criminal sexual abuse of four women, including three who the charges say were minors at the time. Have you ever had sex no. with anyone under the age of 17? No. Did you notice his body language as he's saying no? Yeah, he What's was his a, head doing? Saying yes, and his foot was tapping too. Yeah. Well, he was like, yeah, yeah, I body, didn't know. Body no. language will tell you a lot more than what's coming out of the mouth. Mm -hmm. So he's denying it, but his body language is agreeing that those allegations are true so that my friend is what we call a behavioral cluster and what does that mean Dave? a behavioral cluster is when when you're interrogating someone or asking someone a question if you're paying attention to the body language like you are if what your body is doing is opposite to what you're saying you're lying yeah you know it's okay the whole wife's tale if you look left up and left you're lying but if you look up and right you're remembering something that's all bullshit too it's all about how your body reacts to a given question yeah. All of his body language right now is saying that, yeah, he's absolutely Well, this whole interview, stuff. it does that. But he's going to do it again in about 30 seconds, maybe less. So you saw that one. Yeah, I saw that one. I wasn't really Which is one, interesting the one. that they took this shot when he did that mm -hmm. because they they wanted you to see that. Mm -hmm. That was selective editing. They could have taken a face shot on him, but yeah. you still would have seen it. But watch. Never. No. I have now, what did he do right he said there? No, but his whole body shook. Yes, like he did yeah. one big resounding right. yes. Now it's going to continue. To tell you, it's so hard to believe that based on all that we've read. I'm going to tell you something, Gail. There's one you. I'm going to tell you something. What women said about you? What women said about me? What women? So nobody's allowed to be mad at me and be yeah. scorned and, and lie on me. Mm -hmm. So they're lying on you. That's your explanation. They're lying on you. Absolutely. And he's shaking his head no when he's saying absolutely. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. This whole interview, everything he says, his body language does the opposite. Yeah. So, R. Kelly, are you a rapist? No. No, I mean, yes. <laughs> he he yeah, shakes his he, head yes, and yeah. but says no. So you're lying. All right. Uh, R. Kelly, are, are, you, are, are you a man? Yes. He <laughs> would say yes and shake yeah. your head yes to that yeah. because it's true. R. Kelly, are you a woman? No. Okay. We got, we got. But now, did you rape those women? No. Yeah. No. Yeah. Okay. He, he, I I wish if I, that was me interviewing him, I would have called him out on his body language. Yeah, she should have. But let's just watch because he's about to lose his shit. I love it when he loses his shit. 
You've never seen somebody lose their shit like he loses his shit. Absolutely. Absolutely. You feel that people have maligned Shook his head no again, and he's saying absolutely. Mm -hmm. I have been assassinated. I have been (laughs) buried alive. But I'm alive. So I think the point you're making is, and, and correct me if I'm wrong, that you have never held anybody against their will. I don't need to. That, Why would I? Well, I'm, I'm, How stupid would never be held for R. Kelly with all I've been through in my way, way past to hold somebody let alone four, five, six, fifty, you said. Why, how stupid would I be to do that? I didn't say you That's were holding... That's stupid, guys. I didn't... Is s- this camera on me? Yes, it's on. That's stupid. Use your common sense. Don't Forget the blogs. Forget how you feel about me. Hate me if you want to. Love me if you want. But just use your common sense. How stupid would it be for me to, with my crazy past and what I've been through, oh, right now I just think I need to be a monster and hold girls against their will, chain them up in my basement, and, and don't there let them go. eat, and don't chain let them out, up. unless they need some shoes down the street from their uncle. Robert. Stop it. Y'all quit playing. Quit playing. Robert. I didn't do this. Oh, it's real name's Robert, huh? This is not yeah. me, y'all. Watch. Fighting for my life. Y'all killing me with this. I gave y'all 30 years of my career. Robert. 30 years of my career. Y'all trying to kill me. You're killing me, man. This is not about music. I'm trying to have a relationship with my kids, and I can't do it. Y'all just don't want to believe the truth. Who that? You don't want to believe publicist. it. At this point, we briefly pause the interview to give Kelly a moment. His publicist helped calm him down. I hope this camera keep going. No, we're going to let the camera keep true. rolling. This is not true. This doesn't even make sense. Why would I hold all these women? Their mothers and fathers told me, we're going to destroy your career. But Kelly's emotions remained raw. It's real girls out there missing. It's real young girls out there being abducted, being raped, again, okay? They really are on chains. They really do have chains on their uh, on their wrists, and they can't get out. Robert, and they're ending up buried in deep. Robert, we have to have a conversation. Really, I, I don't want you just <laughs> ranting at the camera. <laughs> I came here for them to hear me okay, talk. But I need help. What kind of help? This is the kind of help I need. Yes, what kind of help? Mental. <laughs> Hell yeah. <laughs> kind of help? I need somebody to help me. Not have a big heart because my heart is so big. His heart is so big, Dave. What is the Grinch? He grew two sizes during that interview. <laughs> his heart is so big he needs his he needs his heart to be smaller. This is what he's about to say. Now, does, do you? Okay, just watching what you've seen so far. Do you do you believe any fucking thing this guy is saying? No, nah, man. I mean, it's hard to. No, it really is. He, he seriously this is has somebody mental who's, issues. Who's overacting, trying to. He's trying, trying to, to get the sympathy it. and make himself a victim here. Mm-hmm. She even calls him out on it. People betray me, and I keep forgiving them. You sound like you're playing the victim here. You sound like R. Kelly. You do. <laughs> when I listen to you, I'm it just does sound the like truth. you're playing the victim. Truth. I'm just telling the truth. And the reason I'm emotional, Robert, and I apologize you... for that, no, is no, because no, this no. is the first time I was able to, to say speak. something. Yeah. I've said nothing. Well, we're also hearing from the family of a woman who lives with R. Kelly at his home. The parents of Joycelyn Savage say that the singer not only abused but brainwashed their daughter. R. Kelly denies that and claims it was Savage's father who gave his daughter to him at a concert. 
I didn't go looking for a Jocelyn Savage. I was doing my show. He brought her and asked a friend of mine to put her on the stage with R. Kelly. Make sure she's on the stage. But it, what? Right. what? Well, here's the thing, R. Kelly. You're unable to say no? You can't move in with me? You're fucking 14, 15, 16? Mm-hmm. You're capable of saying no, right? Yeah. Okay, Dave, hypothetically, mm-hmm. we're podcasters. We're out doing a fucking show at the Coronado in Rockford, mm-hmm. and let's just say some fucking guy named J- Joe Bob Biggs, whatever. We call him Jay Kelly. We'll call him Jay Kelly. He shows up with his 13-year-old daughter and mm-hmm. says uh, says to, let's see, uh, uh, Eric, because well, a friend. Yeah, yeah, Eric, yeah, yeah. Eric, I want, I want my, my 13-year-old daughter, uh, Sandra Lynn, here to, to be on stage with, with, with Dave and Ryan. And Eric's like, okay. Cool, I can look that up. So he takes Sandra Lynn to the back. Next thing you know, she's on stage while we're doing fucking improv scene, and, and right. she's part of it. Right, right. And then... After the, you know, then the, you know, show ends or whatever. And, you know, she's in the back in the green room having some grapes or whatever. And, uh, um, you know, then it's, it's one of these things like you go to the back and she's like, uh, yeah, I want to, I'm going to move in with you, Dave. And then you're like, yeah, okay, that's cool. 13 years old. I don't know who the fuck you are, but yeah, I mean, you want to move in. So just move fucking on in, you know? Mm -hmm. And no, that's weird. Yeah, I would never it, know. This is what R. Kelly's doing. Okay, so so some random dude shows up with his fucking daughter and, and wants her to move in with you. No. Yeah. Because you're putting yourself in a position mm-hmm. to be looked at as a fucking weirdo. I'm sorry. It's yeah. weird. Now, if she was 17 or 18, it's different. Because we're, we're on the verge of you being able to decide for yourself. 13, 14, 15. I mean, what the fuck are you doing? And what dude does that? Mm-hmm. I wouldn't take my daughter, I don't have a daughter, but I wouldn't take my daughter and say, uh, hey, Elton John, you want, right. you want to let my daughter move in? What? Yeah. Who the fuck does that? Yeah, All right, sure. let's continue. In a news conference this morning, the Savage family says they have no doubt that Joycelyn is being held by the singer against her will. We went from seeing you or talking to you daily or weekly to not seeing you in two years. So that is a clear indication to us, and as a mother, that something's definitely wrong with this situation. And we won't stop until we have our answers and make sure your well-being is okay. Well, joining me now is Renee Graham. She's an associate editor and columnist at the Boston Globe. Renee, I know you've been following R. Kelly's story very closely. I'm so grateful you could join us today. From Gail King's interview, what really stood out to you, Renee? You know, I, what was shocking to me about the interview was I, I think that R. Kelly and his people perhaps thought this would be able to paint him as a more sympathetic figure. And if that was the goal, I think it failed miserably. It, it, it came off looking like the latest chapter of Trapped in the Closet. You know, he was unhinged. Remember that song? Um, he was evasive. Trapped in the closet? So, yes. I, I, you know, that's what really came off to me. It came off of someone who was trying to manipulate um, the audience. Um, the way he allegedly has manipulated these women. I think the you know, way so that things. lady describes, I like this lady, how she like describes things, because I think she's fucking hitting on exactly what 
it was. I mean, she's basically calling him out for everything. And this is what yeah, I think, yeah. with the exception of doing the whole body language expose, which to me that was the first thing when I watched this as the first fucking thing I thought was his body language is the opposite of everything he's saying, which means I'm believing his body language as opposed to what he's yeah, saying. Yeah, exactly. Because that's typically what you would do. That's exactly what I would do if I was interrogating him, yeah. People are commenting about Gail King and her composure. She actually was speaking to my colleague, Vlad and Anne-Marie Green, earlier this morning, saying at no point did she feel that R. Kelly was going to threaten or harm her. But a tweet that you mentioned this morning kind of caught our attention, and you say, now we see exactly how R. Kelly believes, behaves when challenged by a woman. That was your tweet. Now we see exactly how R. Kelly behaves when challenged by a woman. What does this say about his track record, and what did you mean by that tweet? That is interesting. Mm-hmm. Think about that. If he, he's being challenged by a woman, and what does he do? And he, he kind of held he, reserve because he was in front of cameras. Yeah, but, it makes you wonder, what would he be like yeah. in the privacy of his own home, mm-hmm. knowing there's no cameras, knowing he's the man in charge here, oh, and yeah, he's he, being he, challenged by a girl, let's say, 17, I want to fucking go back home to my family. Fuck no, you're not going home. Beat the shit out of you. Now put my dick in your mouth. You know what I mean? It's one of those things. A good friend of mine, Wayne Brady, is R. Kelly going to have to choke a bitch? I'm pretty sure that's what uh, he's he's probably doing. Yeah. He's choking bitches out, chaining them up. Everything that he said he's not doing, he is doing to a T. Yeah. And they're all lying on me as I shake my head no. Well, you know, in, in Surviving R. Kelly, we, we heard women talk about... I want to watch this TV, uh, or this not just Surviving violence, R. Kelly. Yeah, I've heard about it. I just kind of not because like I don't like him, but I kind of want to watch it now. Well, I think we need to think tank it. Yeah. Um, and this sense of domineering and control, being domineering and controlling. And that's what it felt like a little bit today. He is towering over Gail King, who is sitting there being the consummate pro as he is sort of screaming and flailing and crying and this whole sort of dramatic performance. And it just made you wonder that if that's what he does on camera, you know, what is he like when nobody's looking? Yeah. And, you know, at one point, Gail... Yeah, exactly the point. I mean, it's... I'm telling you, this lady's got him fucking figured out. Yeah. And so... And she is also a member of the LGBTQ 74X5. Well, let's not make conclusions that we don't know dave i'm just making assumptions well i mean technically we're making conclusions on r kelly he's sitting there fighting for his fucking life yeah because ultimately your option right now is prison yep it's either being free and being able to keep because here's the thing he goes to prison and guess what these girls you've got brainwashed at your house they're eventually going to get unbrainwashed and they're all going to come out they're going to be two more added to the already fucking ridiculous list of women and and the people be pissing on him yeah in prison. Well, that's the thing. He'll probably get murdered in prison. Although they'll probably work out a deal where he can go to one of these safe ones that mm-hmm. whatever. Celebrity the point deal. is, I don't know, dude. Tells him, you know, Robert. It's Robert, interesting. I want to have a conversation with you, and he kind of calms down and he turns to her and says, "I hope the camera's still rolling." And she says, "Yes, it is still rolling." But you know, despite all of this, Renee. You mentioned that after the release of Surviving R. Kelly, streams of his music on Spotify increased 16%. R. Kelly does have a fan base. They've shown up after he's been released from jail. But based on the reaction to this interview, what do you think the court of public opinion has to say? I I do think there may be a bit of a shift. I think it did make a difference when his longtime record label dropped him. 
Um, I think that there's a sense that, you know, he it isn't just about the money anymore with R. Kelly, that as someone to be affiliated with him, he's a bit of a liability. So, you know, he may get another bump on, on certain streaming services, and there may be a curiosity factor there. But I, 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 I want to believe that the, the career R. Kelly has had for the last 30 years is effectively over. Much has been written sort of about the progress within this Me Too era. You've argued that the voices of black women have been left out. Do you get the sense that people will now take their voices more seriously? I think what the movement has done is amplify all voices, and I would certainly hope that that would include the voices of black women among them. You know, the, the thing we also have to get back to at R. Kelly's, these allegations have been out there for 25 years, a quarter of a century, and it seems like no one has ever really listened. They're listening now. People paid attention when he was arrested, people watched the documentary, and people certainly watched Gail King's interview with him this morning. So I have to think that their voices at last will be amplified, but it shouldn't just stop with the, the Kelly accuses. I hope it happens to, to other black women as well. You know, the unfortunate part of the Me Too era, Renee, is it takes moments like these to re-enter the public consciousness, to remind people again over and over again. How do you keep the attention up on a serious issue like this without having these explosive moments to get the world to sort of pay attention? Well, I think, you know, th there has to be a kind of societal shift with, with Me Too, and I think that's exactly what Tarana Burke had in mind when she founded this a decade ago. You know, it's about these big moments, but it's also about creating safe spaces where victims can tell their stories without repercussions. And I think that's that's what this comes down to. If, if it's just a sort of moment where it's R. Kelly on TV and flailing, but a woman in her office or a woman who works in a restaurant or a young man on his hockey team feels like he still has to keep that secret, then then the movement isn't doing what it should be doing, and we're not responding to the movement the way we should be. Are you optimistic, Renee, about the future? Cautiously. Cautiously optimistic. Renee Graham, we're always so grateful. We love having you on CBSN. Thank you for joining us, and thank you for your time. So there's that. Uh, I don't know. Do we have any, like, scenes from his court or anything? No, because they haven't done that yet. Uh, but I'm guessing in the coming weeks we'll, we'll, we'll follow this. Um, because, I mean, there's going to be, I mean, he got... He got released because he was able to meet the bail on those charges, but he hasn't gone to court for those charges yet. So, like, mm -hmm. that hasn't played out. Mm -hmm. And But then he got rearrested for the child support, so he's back in. So right now, real time, he's in jail right now. As far as I know, unless he was able he, – he, they, they were not going to release him until the back child support was paid. But the, he mm -hmm. couldn't even meet his bail the last time, and that was only hundred grand. His child support is way over that. It's like See, a, I don't understand. How can it get that high? Why did he not get arrested before that? You know what I mean? It don't make any sense to me. Here, let's find out the exact amount. Um, yeah, barely a week after he was bailed out of jail while facing sex abuse charges, R. Kelly was taken back into custody on Wednesday for failing to pay his ex-wife more than 160000 in child support. Yeah, uh, his return to jail came just hours after the airing of his first interview since he was charged with 10 counts of aggravated criminal sexual abuse in connection with four women, three of whom prosecutors say were underage at the time. He was released last week on a $100,000 bond paid by a friend after several days of apparently struggling to come up with the money. In the interview with Gail King of CBS this morning, he was emotional and unyielding. He denied having sex with underage girls and portrayed himself as a victim of social media-fueled smear campaign. Okay, 
Now, hang on. Let's go back. Oh, he's 52, by the way. Yes, he didn't know. Let's go back to Aaliyah. She was underage when she was with him. Mm -hmm. He was dating her when she was underage. That was all admitted way back then. Mm -hmm. Did you not? He he denied in the fucking interview. Well, he said no, but his head shook yes, that he had ever done anything with anybody underage. It was back in the day. I bet you we could go back and we could find it where... It was well known that him and Aaliyah were fucking before she was 18. Mm-hmm. And I bet you you could even find out when she wrote the song or had the song written for her, AJ Nothing But a Number. I bet you we, we looked. It was probably written by R. Kelly. But anyways, that song was about right, their yeah. relationship, and it was because she was underage. And when she recorded that song, she was underage. So you're, you're just that alone. I could just go back to that. And let's say all the other shit after that was bullshit. You did back then. What, because she's dead, it doesn't exist anymore? Right, doesn't happen. No, you're I think, a pedophile. I think Sorry. what happened, why he got hit now is in his interview, he's like, I'm just trying to see my children. I'm trying to be a good dad or whatever he was trying to say about being a dad. And the lady's like, bitch, you ain't paid no child support. Fuck that. Yeah. Yeah, Robert Kelly ain't paying me some child support. Will you arrest him, please? That's what it's from. He's fighting for his fucking life, he says. Yeah, uh, one one hundred sixty one thousand six hundred sixty three dollars in child support. Um, and that's thirty thousand less than the total he actually owes her. Wow, they had three children together. Um, so surviving R. Kelly, it's a documentary that aired in January, said that since the couple divorced in two thousand nine, Mr. Kelly had stopped paying child support on several occasions. Um. Oh, he's in foreclosure. You get Mr. Mr. Kelly's house pretty cheap right about now. Let's see here. I just want to... Now, do you... Do you... Let's try and, and take the the unbiased side here. Do you think... It's possible his explanation of things saying, you know, you can go on social media and if one person says that, you know, made up a complete lie about somebody and then somebody else retweeted that lie and somebody else retweeted that and then, you know, eventually it could like snowball into, well, kind of like the Kavanaugh Supreme Court hearings where you had that one bitch Mm -hmm. come out and say that he raped me and then all these other bitches came out and said that, this guy raped them too. Um, I mean, in this day and age with social media, I can kind of follow his train of thought there and, and all that and say, yeah, that's a valid point. The only problem with that is, is Brett Kavanaugh still became Supreme court justice. And then after that, literally every single one of the women that came out and said that he raped them all, claimed that that was a lie because otherwise they would have gone to jail right and they didn't want to go to jail because they had no proof that it was true mm-hmm. all of these women that came out which by the way it wasn't three or four or five like brett kavanaugh's situation we're talking like 50 or more women have come out and said that he's done these things and i mean none of them are 
saying that they lied in this document, that they're lying on him. Right. Nobody's coming out saying that they, I mean, to me, that's a lot of people to, to get to all agree, not know each other, but all agree. Now, granted, social media can spread those rumors and shit like that, internet just in general. Mm -hmm. But isn't it interesting that, like, your your only defense is that. He's got a track record of doing it, though. That's the thing. Well, here, you know, this is what I mean, makes him look guilty. Sex tape. Whether, well, that wasn't him, which is insane how you can fucking argue that that There's wasn't no him. No way that wasn't him. You've seen it, haven't you? Yeah. Regretfully, I have seen it. But it's because I'm, I'm fascinated by celebrity sex tapes. There's something interesting to me about that. Yeah. It's, it's weird. But anyways, um, the... The whole thing with with him is, let's just say, hypothetically, everybody is lying on him, mm-hmm. as he so eloquently put it. Yeah. That's really, Everybody's lying really on him. Well. He's never fucked anybody underage. He's, you know, he's had relationships with all these girls that he's had living with them underage, but only had sex with them once they turned 18. Let's just say, hypothetically, that's that true. Was, that was their birthday present on the 18th yeah. birthday. Let's just say that was true. You're not helping your case by saying what I gave the example earlier. Some dude brings some girl to your fucking concert who's underage and says, here, I'll take my daughter in and, and make her a star. You say no because mm-hmm. they're underage. They don't come live with you. They can You can give them a recording contract, let them come in your studio, record whatever, but they don't need to live with you. They don't need to mm-hmm. move in with you when they're underage. That, that is making you look guilty. You don't even know them. Like I yeah. get it if it's like a friend of a friend or something. Like yeah, I've met her a couple of times. You that's know, that's even weird. I'm sorry, it's weird. No, but I mean, like I wouldn't even let him be on stage. Like that made no sense to me. And then to fucking have her in the the green room let's, and then invent her. Let's up, use. It don't make any fucking uh, sense. Eric has a daughter. He comes to you and says, "Dave, I want my daughter to move in with you because she wants to be a podcaster. She's 14 right now." No. No. Because you could come over and sit in studio and podcast yep. with us, and then, you know... Go the fuck home. Eric could drop her off. More than likely, being she's 14, Eric would want to sit in fucking studio. Yeah, Not yeah. that we're weird, like, do anything, but you don't just fucking but, do that. Go a step further. Okay, let's just go with the same story. You and I both have track record of banging t- fucking 12-year-old girls. We just love it. Do it all the time, right? <laughs> Dave's speaking and, for himself. No, I'm just saying. <laughs> yeah, this no, is Going with the, se- with the story. Yes. And Eric knows this part about us because he, he's friends with us. He's known us. I mean, he's met some of these girls that we were banging, right? Well, yeah. Eric yeah, would, never, would never purposely bring his daughter here. Right. And leave. Like, that dude knew that R- he had to have known about R. Kelly's fucking past, pissing on 14-year-old girls and shit. He's like, oh, my daughter's 14. He could piss on her here. Like, he had to have that yeah. mindset of saying, I'm going to so, either bring her there so she can get pissed on him and, and become famous, or I'm going to bring her there so she can get pissed on and I can sue him and make millions of dollars. That had to have been the train of thought. Yeah. And now so they're that like, oh, dad's now we need my daughter equally back. as guilty. Yeah, because he in put her in that position. He knew what she was getting into. And they, for two years, we haven't talked to her. I'm sorry, but if I had a 14-year-old daughter staying with some fucking celebrity for two years and I haven't talked to her, I'm calling after the second day. I'm going yeah, to that fucking house. There's something strange there. I'm going to the police. Fucking two years? Oh, it's my, it's his fault. He's such a... Bullshit, you're a bad parent for letting him stay there for two fucking years. Yeah. And, and, and well, that's the thing. So they go there when they're 15, 16, 17, 
which is completely consented by these parents. Horrible fucking parenting. Yeah. But then on top of it, once they turn 18 and they're still there and now they are not contacting the parents anymore, now the parents are fucking having a coronaries about it. Okay, but you put the kid in there, yeah. and now they're old enough where they can decide for themselves. But here's the thing. They're not deciding for themselves, and if they are, it's because they've been brainwashed by this guy. Not to say that people don't just cut off ties with certain family members, mm-hmm. because that happens. No, yeah, it does. But there's a history of this type of thing, okay? So why would you go feed your fucking kid to the to the lions? That's literally what's happening here. So who's worse? R. Kelly taking advantage, or is it the parents that are fucking presenting? It's almost like presenting. Yeah. I'm 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 presenting my child to, to because we want that money through my. That, that's it's a whole thing's fucking weird. So I don't feel bad for these families that. Not either, because they put their kid in that gave position. Gave their kid, but then. The other thing here is, what, like I said, whether R. Kelly's telling the truth and he's never done any of this, but shakes his head the opposite of everything he says, you're making yourself look guilty by taking it because you have such a big heart. And you want to have a smaller heart because, okay, well, your big heart's pumping so much blood to your dick, that's why you want a smaller heart because you don't want all that blood going to your dick because that's why you can't keep your dick out of underage kids. Yeah. I'm sorry. That's what it is. It's 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 not a matter it's, of public opinion. It's exactly what it is. It's like a Catholic family bringing their child, their young boy, to be an altar boy, and then the priest fucking diddling them. I can't believe they would do that. I'm sorry. For the last two million years, that's all Catholic priests do. How could you get upset by that? You yeah. know? It's the same fucking thing. Yeah, it's... It's kind of... Hey, Johnny's an alcoholic and a fucking drug addict. Hey, you want to watch my kid for a while? Why is my kid doing drugs and drinking? Well, what the fuck do you think? Exactly. It, it makes me so mad. Like, I don't have kids, and this is why I'm glad I don't, because I would be such a like a controlling dad. No, you're not going over to Ryan's house to play with his kids, because I don't like you being around other people. I don't trust other people. I wouldn't be... A, my kid would live in a bubble. No one would even know I and had a kid. that's bad, too. You know what I mean? No one would know I had a kid, because I just would never bring him out. Dave, do you have a kid? I can't tell you that. I'll <laughs> tell you off the up air. In the basement. I will tell you off the air. Um, I was at a show. Well, it's one of those <laughs> things. Yeah, and, and somebody <laughs> brought... Some guy brought this dude to me, and he's like, hey, he's my kid. You're cool. I like your tattoos, and you're a successful filmmaker. He wants to <laughs> He wants to color with you. All right, come on over to the house. We'll color. And that's... And then you, know, just, right. you just never let him go. Yeah, he just never wanted to leave, and I, I think his dad died. I mean, you're not having know. sex with him, are you? Oh, God, yeah. I mean, no. No. I mean, yeah, I meant no. I meant no. Absolutely well, no. Well, you're saying no, but you're shaking your head yes. That, that yeah, makes yeah, and I got a big smile on my face, too, because I'm saying no. <laughs> it's so weird. Like, yeah. Like, I can show you pictures of us not having sex. I mean, uh, having sex. I mean, wait, never mind. I'm not showing you that. Yeah, maybe you just shouldn't show those pictures at all. Let's change the subject. Yeah, let's talk about... I love boobies. Boobies and girls and vaginas. <laughs> Only if they're underage, right? Oh, duh. <laughs> I mean, no. <laughs> I mean, damn it. Stop asking me questions when I'm happy. Yeah, you should throw your chair now and fucking freak out. <laughs> you know what I mean? I need I need a moment to go now, to the bathroom. Now, when he is freaked is. out, is that what, what you would do if, if you weren't, uh, if you were completely telling the truth and, and somebody was still grilling you? I mean, would you react that way? Do you think that, to me, when he did that after the whole body language thing, but even his body language in, in throwing a fit like that, why are you so fucking... Like, why would you do that? When you're on camera, it's like 
he lost control. He doesn't have control. He is completely out of control. Yeah, he's completely out of control. And he's got himself in such a fucking situation that I, I try to put myself in his shoes, assuming he's he's telling the truth. No, when I be in that, when I do those same things, this is what I do. I try to think from both sides, and my conclusion is, I don't think you'd act like that. No, if every- you're telling the truth. Every time I freaked out like that, it was because I was caught in a lie, because I was banging another girl, or I had just left another girl at the house, or some shit. All of age, by the way. And I, I, <laughs> allegedly. Yeah. And I freaked the fuck out because I was trying you to. You were caught. I was caught, and I was, I was in panic mode. He's in panic mode. He knows exactly. it. He said himself, I'm trying to save my life. Yeah, because you know you're I, fucked. I'm fighting you go to life. jail. What do prison, what happened to people in prison that are pedophiles? They, they get, get killed. Fucking, yeah. They get fucking shoved a broom handle, broom handle up their fucking anus. Jeffrey Dahmer. And they die. Yeah. That's going to happen to him, and I wow, feel bad not for good. him. None. I feel no shame or issues or pain or whatever. Dave and I did not put together a GoFundMe to help pay a prisoner to do this to R. Kelly when yeah, he we did not we did, we did not do that, even though we're shaking our head yes. <laughs> I yeah, I that's that's where he's at. He's in he's in fucking freak out mode because yeah, he's fucking caught. He is in deep shit and he beat the last one and he doesn't think he can beat this one. Because he can't. He's fucked on this one. Yeah. You know? He's fucked. Yeah. So, anyways, I, I I saw that the other day, and I was like, "Oh, we got to fucking talk about this because um, I do think we should watch the R. Kelly or the Surviving R. Kelly documentary." I yeah. wouldn't have been interested before after the interview. Now I want to watch it um, and just kind of do a fucking yeah, watch it think and dissect the fuck it. out of it. Um, I think it's worth. I don't know time wise. Where can we find it's on the, the flicks? Fucking was it? It's on flicks. Yeah. Was it? Yeah. I didn't know that. Doesn't show there. Amazon Prime. Lifetime says it's free. We can watch it on Lifetime. It's on Flix, though. That's a TV show, I think, the one you clicked on. I wonder if we can just watch it right here. It's six episodes. Unlock. How do you fucking unlock it? Do we have to have a fucking. You gotta have fucking cable to do it? Well. I'm I'm 99% sure it's on the Flix, dude. Mm. Nice if I spelled Netflix right. Yeah. It's not saying it. Can you watch Ark? Uh, what does it say? Sadly. Oh, it was on Lifetime. Yeah, so it was on Lifetime. I thought it was Yeah, it was Netflix on Lifetime, thing. so maybe... Maybe the Lou. Hulu? Check out Cindy Lou Hulu. Because yeah, Hulu does uh, shit like that. Boom. Streams on Hulu. For free. Let's see. Without. Let's get Hulu. Oh, Hulu with live. We don't have Hulu with live. Yeah. Oh, I bet you I could probably watch it on the fucking. Have we. Do we have Cody on your fucking Amazon Prime? Maybe. I, I think have, I have downloaded. I don't. I don't typically. I bet you can watch it on Cody. Well, we might have to spend a fucking afternoon watching it. Yeah. And then uh, we'll fucking. Well, fucking think tank that shit, um, because it's interesting to me. Yeah, and for sure. and I want to see what the rest of these people are saying, and uh, I don't know. I'm 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 pretty convinced that uh, he's full of shit. 
just based on that interview. His body language said too much yeah, there that yeah. that is not in his favor. So, um, yeah, I don't know. We'll keep watching. Um, he obviously needs an attorney. He's obviously going to be going to court for a lot of this shit, and uh, we'll see what happens. We'll definitely be following it, eh? Yeah, he's a fucktard. Whoa. Um, so there's that. Um, let's see. We either end it now or we can, uh... Yeah, I say we end it now. Let's end it now. All right. Uh, till next time, Dave. Right on. Left off, motherfucker. Please subscribe to the Detour Podcast Network on iTunes. And don't forget to rate and review while you're there. You can also download the Stitcher and Podbean app to your device for free and search D2R Podcast Network and subscribe. You enjoy listening to the shows on the D2R Podcast Network and spread the word to everyone you know. Your word of mouth is our best advertising method and we appreciate your support. Thanks for listening. Hello, everyone. If your guy or girl's got some facial hair that's kind of not smelling right, not feeling right, not all that great, go to phoenixbeardoils.com today. We've got scents that every guy and girl will like. Every kid likes to play with your beard. Why not give them something to smell nice as well? Go to phoenixbeardoils.com and give somebody that great bird today. Question, comment, or concern? 872-242-8311. Or maybe you'd just like to hear your voice instead of ours. 872-242-8311. Then call the D2R Podcast Network hotline at USA Chat 311. That's 872-242-8311. 872-242-8311. No matter the time or day, you can call 24-7 and operators will be standing by. 872-242-8311. Your call is important to us. 872-242-8311. So once again, USA Chat 311. 872 Hey everyone, check out all the great deals on Amazon by first going to d2rpn.com and clicking the Amazon banner. By doing so, you're helping out the D2R Podcast Network. Don't forget to tell a friend, and thanks for listening.